0: Hi, Pete. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going all right, man. It's yeah. a pretty good day. It's a little overcast, which is nice. Are you being sponsored by Johnny Cupcakes? Yeah, I am. Nice. Um, I did. I love 50%. 50%. Yeah, you, <laughs> go, you can have 50%, which would just be 50% of... Zero. The sh- yeah, zero. I just love the guy. I think he's so cool. Johnny Cupcakes. Everybody.com slash the fundamentalists. <laughs> uh, 50% off. But um, yeah, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I mean... Uh, just life
1: is, is at that weird slow thing still. Yeah,
0: we were uh, talking before we began the podcast about the, the molasses feeling, very surreal feeling, despite things happening in the world and then in life. Yeah, it feels very chill. Very chill. I found a new coffee shop just down the road from me. So I'm walking
1: there every day, reading in the morning. Walking that's, back, so that's And that gets me out of there. How apartment. early are you waking up right now? Uh, usual six or before. Do you try to sleep
0: longer ever? No, I,
1: I usually, if, if I wake up at five, I'll often see if I can sleep for an extra hour. But when I gets to six, I feel great, to be honest. My really? mornings are the best time for me. A They're so morning. great. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're doing more. You did a thing. You recorded a podcast today at 7 a.m. I
0: did. I did record it at 7 a.m. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking it would be a fun idea, but I also like the idea. I think it was just me forcing myself to get up and, and, and have that time where everything feels very quiet. It's very quiet. Nice, especially here in this hellish nightmare of a city. Uh, Welcome to The Fundamentalists, everybody. My name is Elliot Morgan. This is Peter Rollins. Um, We're having a great run of podcasts. So the bar is set high, and as such, we figured, as we talked about last week, we're going to talk this week about a little bit of success. We're going to talk about um, what it's like
1: To live the, well, the high life, to live the
0: do. high yeah. life, we, it, which I said it half as a joke when we, when you told me that we uh passed a million downloads, which congrats again and congrats yeah. to you guys mostly. Uh, congrats to you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I was like, oh, it'd be funny if we did one that was just about how successful, but at the same time, it is an interesting subject. Um, yeah, yeah, no, when
1: you suggested it, I'm like, oh, I, uh, this is. Mark my good. My in, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: came in here like I got that thoughts, and I was like, okay, that's good, good. Because who knows what my thoughts are going to be on it? But I would love to hear yours first, and oh. then we can we can dive in. Because my guess is that you're going to have something meatier to say than what I will, which will just be really long-winded self-deprecation. Uh, which is which is what people
1: tune in for. That's why we've hey. got the million views. Hey. We we all like to see you humiliate yourself. Yes, and I've been yeah. doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> just now getting good at it. Uh, that's actually something I want to talk about as part of success is um, that we'll get to that. Oh, great. Not, not, your, not you
0: humiliating yourself, but why people might humiliate <laughs> but themselves. But you're such an easy example. Yeah. <laughs> I've done my fair share of embarrassing myself. Yes, we'll get to it. In oh, a
1: little yeah. bit. Well, so I wanted to talk about success and desire because funny thing is success isn't really that important unless someone sees it so there's there are these parables that often like you know the the parable of the this guy who plays a perfect golf game god gives him the perfect golf game but the point is seamus exactly so seamus gets the perfect golf game but the reason why god does it is because Seamus has been pretending that he helps the homeless on a Saturday, but he goes and plays golf. And so whenever the angel say, why did you give him the perfect golf game? Of course, God says, well, who's he going to tell? In other words, it's not the perfect golf game. That's good. It's you want to show it off. You want other people to see it. Mm -hmm. So Lacan has this really interesting phrase, which is basically we desire the desire of those we desire. Well, he says, we desire the other's desire. So, what the most precious material in the world is, is not money or health or anything like that. It's the desire of the ones that we desire.
0: We're all little minxes. Yes, trying to seduce the trying other's to, desire. Hope this is what you like. Do you? Does this make you want me?
1: Yeah. So even whenever we think we're doing something for ourselves, like, oh, I just want to be famous, often there's someone in the audience of your fantasy watching it. You don't know there is, but the question is who do I want to be successful for? Who am I trying to impress? What's the mm-hmm. other? Um, And I was going to mention, won't do it all in one maybe, but I was going to mention four ways to understand this. Oh, I um, love yeah. when you have yeah.
0: numbers and you count them off on your hand. It's yeah. my favorite part of the episode. You go, here all here they. it's organized, it's bullet pointed. They all begin with P. Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> this is where you get the pen and paper, right? Yes. As you said last week, I like that line. <laughs> um, So the first is right our desires for the other's desire. So first one, easy. We desire the desire of those we desire. If you desire somebody, you want them to desire you. You want them to look at you and uh, feel envious or feel desirous in some sort of way. So that's pretty easy. People can start to see that. You can relate to it. Yeah. 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 We all know that, that even whenever you want to be rich, Again, there might be a sense in which, well, who do I want to be rich for? Because if you've got the perfect car and the perfect house and nobody can see it, do you really get the pleasure of it?
0: Yeah, I I used to do a um, bit that I never fully developed about uh, in stand-up about how I was trying to do just really like trollish stuff for a while, but it was about how there has to be poor people because if there's not poor people... How will I know that I have all this money?
1: Ah, uh, yes. If it's like their jealousy, there was, what that's would it not be the worth? joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, that—that's the structure. There's exactly. something in yes. there. Yeah, yeah there's something. Like,
0: yeah. That's fun to imagine because you're like, if you don't, then you think, well, there's all these people and they don't want there to be poor people. They say they don't want there to be poor people, and then there's all these other people who are like, if they're poor, they need to just fix that. They need to yeah. to do what I did, and they they need to fix it. And then you're like, well. But that still implies you want their, yeah, it's very, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, constantly people are looking for the desire of the other. They're always, and without that, like there's a joke Shizek tells, I won't tell it too much. Basically, a man sleeps with a woman on a desert island and they're the only two people on the desert island. And so after they've slept together, and this is a very beautiful woman, he gets the woman to dress up in his clothes and put on a fake mustache and meet him at the beach And whenever he goes down to the beach and meets her, his first line is, you'll never guess who I slept with. Yeah, you're not going to believe it. In other words, sleeping with the woman wasn't enough. He had to be able to tell someone. I had this last night yesterday, by the way. I bought this app that makes your, where I changed all of this, stupid, I was bored, but it changes all of your little app icons, makes it all look really neat and tidy. And I did it and I was like, I want to show somebody my iPhone, like yeah, you know. So it's like I've got no one. Who am I going to show my fancy new clean oh, iPhone apps
0: to? <laughs> if you just sent me like screenshots, I would have been like, "I'm calling the ambulance," and you need to know there's a lot to live for, and just hold on. Yeah, I, I was, I was almost,
1: I was almost going to send you a screenshot of it because i like, somebody has to see this. If I die and nobody's seen how cool yeah. my app selection is, like and the icons that I've chosen, yeah.
0: But you can take a moment and then go. <sighs> okay, cool. Mm. But it's kind of hard to put yourself in the position of the person you're wanting to uh, impress. Yeah. Because who's, who's that person? You're I not know, that person. No, he's
1: going to be impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's kind of depressing.
0: It's like a yeah. guy who pissed me off in high school that I'm trying to perform yeah. for. Um, so that's number one. So that's number okay. one. The number two, right? I desire that the others
1: desire it can be read as I desire what you desire. So I look at what you have and, and I desire things because they, they alight your desire, they, they inflame your desire. And that can be split into two, jealousy and envy.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like envy.
1: Yeah, so jealousy is where I'm, I desire the things that I think you desire. It might be your job, it might be your fame, it might be your partner, whatever it is. Or envy is where I don't desire what you have, but I desire the type of desire I think you have. In other words, I don't desire your job, but I desire the happiness I think you have with your job. So I don't want your job or your partner or your whatever, but Mm. I want the type of desire that I think you have in relation to that. So that's the second way, it's like, I don't
0: desire your desire, your desire tells me what I should desire. So that's interesting because the, difference between jealousy and envy i guess i don't know i always thought it was just like jealousy is like uh like i get jealous yeah i mean it checks out what you're yeah. what you're saying does check out if i if i'm jealous of someone who is trevor noah from am jealous of trevor noah my like, oh, uh host of the daily show yeah. to pick an easy example or um dr oz <laughs> yeah. If I, I'm i not jealous, I'm jealous of Dr. Oz's job. I want a job like Yes, his which would job. be en- technically envy. That's envy. Oh, now, that is envy. That, that's it. A,
1: that's a technical distinction which nobody uses in real life. But. Well, Dr. Oz is very complex. So oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> do you know who that is?
1: <laughs> I, I've heard of him. <laughs> is, he, is he like on Oprah or something? Yeah, he was it?
0: on Oprah and then his own show. I have no I'm real opinion on him. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, because so what you're not jealous because
1: you don't want his show, you're envious because you want the type of relationship, you want a type, a type of show that gives you the same satisfaction
0: that you imagine. So what would be jealousy um, then? Would jealousy in that instance be... You want his shoe? Really? Not you want I a I thought it was show. the opposite. Jealous. I thought Envy was wanting the thing that they have. Yeah. Like I'm envious of my neighbor's wife. Or I'm, I'm envious of my, of my, my neighbor. Envious. I'm envious for my neighbor's wife. I want her. I don't yeah. want... But I'm jealous of what he had. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Well, you know what? Did I? It, what did? No,
1: you could be like whichever way around, as <laughs> yeah. long as you make the distinction. It's not important. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's. I think. I think technically, is you're jealous of something the person have and has, and you're envious of the type of desire they have. But I you know, this is just
0: Socrates and Plato shit.
1: You know, this is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is deep stuff. <laughs> the, <laughs> the dislikes <laughs> between. That, 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 that's it's say. like watching one of Platonic dialogues in person. Yeah, like as if you were but there. Like four-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, very good. Well, that's it's all that's all about mimetic desire. So, I learn what success is by looking at what other people think yes. success is. Um, the third, what was the third? I was going to say. Is All right. So the first is I desire your desire. I want you to desire me. The second is sometimes I I learn what is successful. I learn what to desire by looking at what you desire. And so I desire what you desire. By the way, in relationships, you see that where you go out with somebody and then you start taking on their desire. You start to enjoy what they enjoy.
0: I have no idea what that's like. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're so narcissistic. Yes. It's all me, me, me. Yeah.
0: Um, then the
1: third, these are the more complicated ones, I am. Sometimes you desire to frustrate the other's desire. So what you desire is to, uh, to not give the person what they want. So this, uh, you see this, I, I know somebody who they always failed. They failed exams, they forgot about things, they never progressed. And as I talk to them,
0: I realized that. You know, every time you mention an example like this, I'm assuming it's me. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah, you're the only person <laughs> so, I know. You and Jay, that's one of you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I
0: know who it is. It's probably, it yeah. hasn't progressed, stuck <laughs> in his ways.
1: Very, like a, a ter- really mm. rubbish life. Very official. bad life. Very, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Pathetic person, okay, yeah. Pathetic person, yeah. yeah, a friend. So once I was talking to him and realized that he grew up in an environment where he was always being pushed by his parents to achieve certain things. And so deep down, he was being very successful. He was being very successful at not giving his imagined parents what they wanted. So until he realized that- Like he a teenager. Wa-
0: What's that? Like a teenager. Yeah, like
1: a teenager. Yeah, he was, he was rebelling, but he didn't know. So as an adult, he was like, why am I always screwing things up? Not getting where I, you know, I've got the talent and the ability, but why am I not moving forward? And it was only when he began to realize that it was because actually unconsciously he was trying to stick his finger up to his parents and go, I don't want to, um, I don't want to fulfill your desire. You've, you've been pushing me all my life as a child. So he was being successful at being a failure Mm -hmm. as in, and, but by, by noticing that he was then able to
0: change and become more successful yeah okay so. I can get behind that All right. I'm still confused on the differences between number three and number one number one okay. is the desire the m- m- mimetic desire yeah desire of the other desire others desire yeah you desire their desire yeah um yes yeah, so you want to be desired by them yeah
1: so you're it's performative performative that's a good way to say it. you're you're performing to an audience you don't know who the audience is you actually don't even think there is an audience most of your time but there is there and is. then number two is the jealousy envy yeah yeah you desire quackmire. you desire not the others desire but you desire what they desire they're looking at something else like whenever Emulation, you're
0: it, it's more like performative there's performative and then there's emulate performative oh is yeah to impress. Emule, uh, that's em- good there you yeah, go
1: emulate which starts off when you're very young, when potentially your one of your parents, your mother, for example, desires her partner. Uh, and then you're going like, what is it? What is it to be desirable? And you look, at, you look at the father and you go, why does my mother desire the father? And then you try to emulate it or mm-hmm. something like that. That's an okay. example of that. You try to emulate what the other desires. And it's kind of connected to number one because it's a way of then if you're able to get what the other desires, they will also potentially desire you.
0: Yeah, right. that makes sense. You're still doing. Yeah, you're still following so, them. And then the number, what was the
1: third number one? three? You desire to stop up or frustrate the desire of the other. So what you're doing is somehow your parents' desire, for example, is too close. They, you were they they were pushing. They were you were their avatar for their lack of success, and so you're so in their desire that as you grew up. You resist it. You refuse mm-hmm. it. So you refuse to be
0: successful. I see. I see. You I see.
1: refuse to do well. You, you go out with the wrong type of person. All of this, but really, you're doing it so as not to satisfy
0: the desire of the other. I'm I'm a I have uh, one more question. Before what was the then <laughs> what was the difference between number three and number
1: four? <laughs> we haven't done number four yet.
0: We haven't done number four. Yeah. Oh, then I'm totally up. Oh, to uh, yeah. Okay, I was like, that's number four. I was like, that's what I thought, number four. Okay, so now uh, we're up number four, everybody. Number four, right.
1: (laughs) Number four, and these are just, I mean, I'm sure there's more, but these are the main ones I thought of this morning using this Lacan. Is number four is, this is a weird one. You have internalized the other's desire, and that impacts how you how you live mm-hmm. So an example, I have a friend who um, he's always trying to put himself in humiliating positions, always puts himself in a position where something goes wrong and he looks bad, or he looks childish or something like that, mm-hmm. right He doesn't do it all the time, but it's a tendency he used to have and then, through a dream, he told me a dream, and we deciphered it, and in the dream, it became obvious that he'd internalized the desire of others who wanted his downfall. So there were others who wanted his downfall and that desire that they had was internalized. So he was now desiring his own downfall. So his desire was weirdly for the desire of someone who wanted his uh, his downfall. <coughs> like a neurotic guilt yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and until he realized that, And it's funny, just the realization and he he suddenly saw it and he saw how others had wanted him or he perceived others had wanted his downfall and that that had been internalized, even realizing that weakened the effect of it, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Hmm. And all of this is related to success because. What we think is successful is connected to. Yeah, no, desire. it's
0: great. I mean, it's very great. It just—it's a lot to—a little smorgasbord yeah. of things to to dive into. But right. um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So you have mm. the okay. Yeah, I get. I I get where you're going with this. D- let me ask you this, and this yeah. is a total. And I this is now me picking your brain because I love that. I love the um specifically. The story about the dude who realizes that he's he is successful at failing and then rebelling. That's yeah. wonderful. That's uh, just good. That's good wholesome, wholesome fun. Um, that's good fundamentalist. That's good fundamentalist stuff. Little psychoanalysis. <laughs> yeah. Little little, little uh, savory. Um, yeah. And I like the 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 fourth one, the consuming of the others. Uh, I can understand that too. The consuming of the, yeah, the like you're colonized by. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's almost cancerous, and all of a sudden you're not yourself, I and mean, you've lost track of your own sense of. Your own compass a little bit, and then the the first two I um I, I can kind of understand, but let me ask you: What do you? This is a total left field question, uh-huh. so get ready. This yeah. is crazy. I feel like this, and this is my thoughts. I guess that's how we'll say this. I'm not building off of what you're saying. We'll come back. It'll we'll okay. all mix in, but I feel like there is a real interesting success culture that is like we talk about cancel culture, and we talk about. Uh, You know, the the PC world and the the, the, uh, whatever. There's all these like movements that happen. Mm -hmm. But there seems to be a very like interesting subculture online, specifically of people who are obsessed with this self-motivation, this like, I am a lion roar and here Mm -hmm. I go and like that kind of thing and that sort of like hype yourself up Mm -hmm. I am a huge like proponent of whatever works I would hear you roar
1: and when we live together like in the morning you would you would roar at about seven you heard in the that? morning. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Thank you. I would hear. I am a champion. Those were even I would my hear hear you roars. I, I am a champion. I am a champion. <laughs> <laughs> I saw in your mirror you had written, you know, I am a winner. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. You got this. <laughs> Go out there and get it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of shit is crazy to me. Yeah. That people, uh, you know, what I've noticed? I was talking about this because I'm packing. I'm moving currently. Well, my girlfriend and I are moving at the same time, together to the same mm-hmm. place. But um. I was like, girls, in my experience, and I was telling her this, I was like, girls love like phrases on walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the funniest because it'll yeah. like she and, you know, we did have, well, she did have um, a bunch of like those little things that you find that are like, go out and get them. Yeah. I just think it's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's part cute and it's part like it's an interesting thing that they seem to enjoy yeah women are crazy i don't know know um but uh it's all very wonderful so anyway that kind of stuff is for dudes is i think endlessly fascinating because there is this drive in a lot of men i feel like to be this hyper version of success in whatever field they're in and it's really cool but at the same time i'm like who's you know you could chill too like you could just chill
1: yeah by the way, you know there's a counter movement as well. This is interesting. We can tease us out because I think that's great. Right. There's that. And there's also uh some movements that you could say are trying to find success in failure. So there are some groups that, you know, the more uh I kind of there's like a, a type of like victimhood that mm-hmm. is its own success. Oh, what, what are you talking about? Uh I don't think of I see I don't I'm not on social media much anymore, but there is often kind of like you know, the more kind of like, uh, the more obstacles you had, the more, the more social currency you would get. Do you Um, know what that is? What do you call that? Um, masochism? Well, you know what? It's kind of a, a kind of a version of that. Yeah. It's very, very good. This was like Um, playing
0: whack-a-mole with words. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, I had a thought just now about this. Oh, it was about Twitter because you said you're not on social media very much right uh, now. I uh, I was on Twitter the other day and I f- I had a Joel Osteen pop up as a suggested follow, mm. uh, and the That's reason probably because of me. It is. Yeah. It said <laughs> at the top, Peter Rollins follows, and I was like, That's yes, some bitch. i still following just Joel Osteen, da, da, da. and I click on your profile. And it's still, you're only following Joel Osteen, yeah. and I love that you haven't changed it. And you don't <laughs> you don't make a joke about it. You don't bring it up to people. <laughs> <laughs> Just says Peter on ah Burn the I say funny a little quippy thing that's very smart sounding, and then following one person, Joel Osteen, and his bio is like, you know, the most it's is as Joel Osteen as you can imagine with being all prosperity gospels. It's very good. So yeah. kudos to you. Thank you,
1: thank you. Well, you see what you're bringing up is like if this is the case, right? Those four that I mentioned, you're going to find social movements that fit into all four. You're going to pe- find people who want to be successful in terms of what culture says is successful. So they want to be what's called, we talked about it last week, the big other. Mm -hmm. They want the big other to say you're successful. So that means wealth, fame, success. If you're a man, very masculine, or if you're a woman, very kind of Barbie doll-esque, whatever. So that's, that's that. Secondly, you're going to find like a whole pile of things on social media where people pretend to desire things to get you to desire them and make a living out of that so an instagram model will be drinking a diet shake the whole point of the advertisement is this beautiful person who you desire desires the milkshake so therefore Mm -hmm. you desire it and then you're works like a charm works like i buy and try a lot of the diet stuff from all the instagram models i follow they do pop up a lot, so I, on my. uh Isn't
0: that weird? Search, I know. Huh. <laughs> I was like, "Oh dear, that's a bad sign." Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, you know, Instagram Explore page will tell you exactly what it thinks about you pretty you know, quickly. It te-
1: yeah, it tells you it tells you stuff about yourself you do
0: want to know. Yeah, very exactly. quickly. Yeah. You can look up the exact keywords. That, oh, yeah, you told me that, and I yeah. did it. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, did you see Borat too? I haven't
1: yet because I do love uh, uh, Cohen, uh, Sasha Baron. Love him, but um,
0: for some reason I'm nervous. I hope it's going to be as good. Um, I I don't remember the first one, so I'm not. And I also I have no taste in movies, but I will say I really enjoyed what I. I I still have half an hour left. I didn't reach the end of the film. Some of it kind of bores me. It's like you know they're doing sketches and stuff to kind of piece everything together. But there's a really interesting minor spoiler. Really interesting scene with an Instagram uh influencer. And the way that she speaks to this young girl, she believes to be young girl, is very sad because it is basically that, like what you're saying, that sort of performative. Like you have to do this. Like you have to submit. Like your woman, like it's you submit to the man, and then by doing that, you your job is to make sure you take the back seat and it like it's very, you know not what you would want to hear typically. And then at the end she goes because when you do that then you can you can take all their money like it's not yeah, yeah, like yeah, she's basically yeah, describing yeah. a sugar daddy situation yeah. um and it's just fascinating cuz it's so, yeah. this it's this girl who is this instagram model who is like revolted by this girl who starts being vulgar or whatever but she's revolted because she's like and we're never going to do that in public like you don't do that in front of other it's that kind of like other perform for other people. Uh, yeah. Other people are what this is all yeah. about, and getting what you. It's yeah, it's see, crazy. See, my
1: hope with Park cuz my concern with where he was going was that he was. I always liked that he was an equal opportunities offender, and then I felt that he was starting to go away from that, and then attacking, not attacking equally everybody. But mm-hmm. that's my only concern with with. But he, did, was he an equal opportunity attacker? No,
0: no, no. I don't think so. I mean, no. he he definitely. I don't know, man. It's getting harder. It's getting. I think it might be easier to attack one side. I know what it is. So of course, it is like. Opposite, yeah.
1: But he he has he has balls, so I'm surprised. But I, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's
0: balls is the is the perfect way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. insane. He, yeah. He's. I feel like he's such a gift. I yeah. I, I want to protect him because I'm like we need him. We yeah. need. Him. <laughs> but it's funny because he's also explored the fact that he's too famous now to go around yeah. as. Borat, Borat, So he's got to have this daughter. And they it, it make it interesting. But I, again, I haven't finished it. So I haven't seen all oh, the yeah. oh,
1: very Anyway, good. success. Yeah. But all of these things, then, yeah, will all be seen. They'll all be seen in cultural movements. Yeah, and I mean. Really, I... Including, including people. And what I was meaning by the, the people who don't want success is there will be people who, the more you try to frustrate the big other, right, the more you reject uh, what you think the big other wants the more successful you are, and so you'll see that in society as well, which is which will be people, men and women who overtly reject the the what they think the big other wants, and then that becomes its own success in the frustration yeah. of success. So.
0: I think that's very relatable in the YouTube sphere, or at least as it was when it mm. began. YouTube, I think, what is cool, one of the coolest elements about YouTube in general is the generation that I was lucky enough to kind of be a part of were a bunch of people that were like, we are throwing up the whole standards of what success is, and it was happening in different ways. But it was um, a rebellion against the Hollywood big other, I would yeah. say, at least yeah. in some way. And, of course, it became its own thing, and, yeah, you know, everything rises and falls. But, yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. a very cool element of the whole thing. The, that rebellious kind of, like, uh, doing the opposite and giving up the metrics of success that previously were there, and then of course all the metrics of success came. Yeah, but that is, that is
1: a good point. Like, yeah, you guys were, you know, the idea of success, the big other, the the idea of being famous in on TV or in like the media. You had to go through the the gatekeepers, and it was Hollywood. It was all yeah. that, and then the YouTubers basically said no and they went mm-hmm. set up cameras in their bedrooms yeah. and started getting eventually getting viewerships as big as not tv shows
0: yeah and i mean i lucked out because i was in la and then did um every audition i could do when i first moved from florida and i was 22 or 23 or whatever or twenty. 20- Three or tw- and then yeah one of them ended up being an open casting call that DeFranco was doing and then that project fell through and then I got called back in again like a year later after that I thought that was gonna be huge I thought it was gonna be like I was like oh my god this is incredible and like I really love what this YouTube guy's doing um I don't really understand it but I'll do my best you yeah. know I was like real oh, go get him it was wonderful but um Joe Barretto specifically was he's actually like pioneer in that world which I always forget because I talk to him Every, oh, yeah. all the, every day, but like it's crazy that he he was like the generation that really did usher in that whole thing. I mean, it's it yeah. and and did it because there was a realization that there it was complete wild wild west mentality. So anyway, it's yeah. very cool. That's and then it. yeah, yeah,
1: and maybe you could describe that as being one step ahead of the big other. By what I mean is one you realize which is the ultimate insight, the big other doesn't exist. There isn't something other that that knows what it desires. If we only do the right thing, we'll get us desire. So we're always trying to either rebel against it or have it. But what some people did at that time is they just didn't care. They were like, I don't believe in Hollywood. I don't care. We're going to do it our own way. Mm -hmm. Then that becomes the next big other for the next
0: generation. But then they'll
1: rebel on and- TikTok.
0: I mean TikTok's kind of oh, doing yeah. it now too. It's yeah. yeah, it's crazy how these things keep popping up because there's this purity in certain new platforms where people I think people are like we can do whatever we want here and it's yeah. not for money. There's no one going like here's a sponsor. I mean now there is obviously, but yeah. it starts that way and then yeah. people it it becomes a movement. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah.
1: And what I like I still like how do, there's obviously people who make a living off TikTok. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's hard to know how. Like, I've seen some of these videos that get millions of views, but it's not—they're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. they are just doing a dance. Apparently, and though, they've got millions. Yeah, the sponsors are crazy. Is that, oh, yeah, I suppose if you've got millions of.
0: Yeah, views. like if you get one of those, then I—I I don't know. I don't really know how it all works. But TikTokers are making. There's man. There's giant man. There's insane mansions. Yeah, I watched a video by a guy named Cody Ko, who's wonderful, and he did a whole summary on the, like the TikTok mansions that people, the newer TikTok mansions these wow. TikTokers have, and like. Granted, they buy these giant mansions because there's like 10 of them or 15. Uh, and then they they live in this house together and they make TikToks all day. Um, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, because you <laughs> try to think about it? What
1: was the one that was before TikTok that was similar? Vine, Vine. yeah, because there's people where we lived, There
0: were a lot of Viners. Yeah. Like, the Viners for a while were making a ton of money. Out. Yeah, um, some of them were able to transition to YouTube. But yeah, I mean, that whole thing is is fascinating i am always i'm still of the mindset that if i have an audience who's listening to anything or watching thank you that i'm doing i'm like i'm okay but that um that chasing of the numbers is still in me like i still do it that's why when you're going through these numbers of one through four i'm like yeah i can i i feel like you can kind of identify certain moments that are one or the other and it's very nice because it's like sometimes I'll, it'll be very motivating for me to do a lot of work if I'm doing it to piss off an imaginary person who's mm-hmm. probably never going to see it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's why they say re- success is the sweetest revenge. Is yeah, that, it really is. is it, yeah, because you. It is. We know
0: deep down that if
1: if there's if there's somebody who hates you and they see you doing well, they're you know yeah, it, it annoys
0: them. I don't uh, even know who who they really hates me. Yes. But if I go, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna do it, and I get really like I'm a, I'm gonna prove myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: good. Yeah. So all of this, like, I think it's a great way to remember that we're not in our own heads. Like, I think that I desire what I desire. I think that I want a certain set of things, and I'm an atomistic individual going around the world. Mm -hmm. But when you start to see how desire flows, you start to go, oh my goodness, no, I'm desiring what others desire. I'm also colonized by others' desire. I, you're you're I,
0: fighting against it. You're performing for yeah. it. You're consuming it.
1: You're, you're, so you have to find your. You're, you're finding yourself in relation to these flows of desire, these assemblages of desire, and um, you know it's uh, it's it's kind of like that's just the way it is. It's neither good nor bad. It's just the, how we are as humans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Unless, like. it is, unless this is mostly neurotics we're talking about. Yeah.
0: When you say neurotic, when you say most of what we're talking about is neurotics, but when you say neurotics, you mean most. Most people are. Yeah, 90%. By the 90%. categorization of. Yeah. Which I'm not going to ask you about. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But some people who aren't neurotics genuinely don't care about symbolic success. Just don't. It has,
0: has no value to them whatsoever. Why? How? Tell me how. I mean, my goodness! If I don't like nice things, yeah, and I feel like I'm a better person when I have money and some success. Yeah. in my yes, no. Now they'll
1: still like that, but it, they they are less, um, they're less impacted by the idea of what the other wants. So they, uh, yeah. They, so it's it's not that they want money, or because they're trying to. De- evoke the desire of mm-hmm. the other there are some people who um, have very little interest in that but what they do so a perverse subject for example will often want what uh, how do you describe this right dildos. they won't be that interested what's that? dildos dildos, dildos. It's always <laughs> yeah, my answer so it's always your answer no, the perverse one. <laughs> wants- <laughs> dildos yeah no they will you know not really care very much about symbolic success and all of that but they will potentially want to uh evoke the desire of someone else and be the answer to that desire. Yeah. So it's a different, it's a it's a different way of desiring. But most most people, like most people who are listening to this, who are watching this, will to some extent be able to go, Oh yeah, no, whenever I really want something, or whenever I really feel at something, yeah. I'm still trying to I'm communicating a message to somebody. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's the way to think about it, is if you it's imagine... It's all subtweeting. Yes, it's, it's all subtweeting. Mm-hmm. It's fantasy is is subtweeting.
0: Oh, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. It's true, but it's sad. Uh, where do you fall on this uh, spectrum? of oh, desire? Yeah, or success. success. I mean, how you doing? You okay? Yeah, I think it's... You feel pretty successful? Get crazy. Like, I... Um, it's, I'm living in Los Angeles. This is the autobiographical this. portion. This is, so. Yeah. I, I was, know, dude. I was thinking that when I was coming up here. I was like, I got out of my car and I was like, I'm downtown Los Angeles. I get to go do a podcast with my friend where I talk about stuff that I think is interesting and cool. This is like
1: pretty freaking cool. This is just, for, yeah, a- it's really cool. Eh? But thankfully, like as you know yourself, like it doesn't make much difference. Like I was just as happy when I was living in the squat in Belfast. However, there's something about what we're doing now and what we're producing—that's exciting. That it's I better. It's, yeah, you yeah. know,
0: it's, it's better than your squat in Belfast.
1: Yeah, although well, that was a lot of fun.
0: You're yeah, just fun. romanticizing uh, your past and making yeah. it the big other for which you perform. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was just total bullshit. I just made all that I have <laughs> That's no- the
1: trick. You can just you just string these words together. That's the trick.
0: You just say shit. Most <laughs> critical theory,
1: honestly, most critical theory is just stringing together those words in bullshit yeah. ways. I've got very little time for most critical theory. What about the- I don't know what even that means. Yeah, it's kind of. Oh yeah, I feel bad for anybody. Critic, I did. I did a masters in critical theory. And it's kind of like philosophy, but studying culture and politics and all that. Some of it's great. That sounds fascinating. Some of it, yeah, but some of it is just really second rate philosophy. (laughs) So Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, um, I had another Mm. thought about this whole thing, and I don't remember what it was. I mean, from a success standpoint and talking about success. And you were saying we're not very successful because we're not big enough to get a sponsor yet. No, yeah, I did. The, I ran the numbers. I mean, maybe we are, if there's any out there. But yeah. I mean, we can. We'll know when we are. But we are successful enough to do other things, and we'll talk about that. And second. I would
1: feel bad to be honest. Because right, if we get a sponsor, you know what we're doing. We're saying we desire me undies or whatever it is, right? We desire this, so you should desire it because you yeah, should but, desire our desire.
0: But I have me undies, and you sh- and people should desire it. Yeah, yeah. So I did
1: me for a bit, but I don't like colors. I got the you can get the muted tones, you can they're get the right? basic oh, colors. Right.
0: Yeah, but you're right. You still there's still more fun than you have room for <laughs> it, in this pot in this pop art colorful place you got here. Yep. <laughs> God, this is a white place, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're wearing very white Clothes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my summer. Outfit. Well, we're successful. We get to do what we want. Mm. And that's what I think the big metric is. You get to do fun stuff and you get to explore things. I don't know of a better situation. Oh, yeah, I do. It would come with all the symbolic stuff. But I like that stuff, too. I don't understand this, like... um the fight against success is very interesting to me, and I've, I I am so paranoid of that and so aware of it that I'm always like, am I fearful of success, like that whole thing that people say, which I think 100% I am to yeah. a degree. I mean, I am a lot sometimes and not at all other times, but like, uh, uh, yeah, of course I want the symbolic things of success because even if they're symbolic, or maybe especially because they're symbolic, it usually means... Something good w- went yeah. and happened. Yes. So- yeah. So that's, by the way,
1: right? You know, at, a, at a, the most crude, we as children want to just be in our mother's arms. That's not crude. I'm saying, it. but we want to just be there. And then we can't. We can't. We have to go out into the world, mm-hmm. and then we have to get what's called substitute objects—objects uh, objects that don't don't quite feel as good as our mother's cuddle, but um, but give us symbolic success. So that's kind of what we're left with. Right, we want our mother's breast, but you're hey, we, send, we, settle, I don't know. <laughs> we, we settle for some
0: money. <laughs> uh, bummed, I was like, I just, I'm talking about cars and shit, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So, so. well, the, having security and financial security yeah. is definitely, I think, akin to the sort of like, I'm safe, yeah. I have all my needs met, yeah,
1: as compensatory in a sense of like. You get, we get genuine pleasure out of these things, out of like whenever something goes right in your life, you cook a nice meal for your friends, uh-huh. you have a great night out. You know, these are these are genuinely
0: nice things. You know? What do you think would happen, Pete, if mm-hmm. we, I, I okay, hypothetical. Friends. No, okay. Yes, no. I didn't hear what you said, but I bet yeah. it, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, hypothetically, let's say, truly try to enter into this imaginatively. Mm-hmm. Say a week from now, our view our listen six we're talking success here okay this is all about success we're getting a million to two million Mm -hmm. all right an episode per episode not only that people are going back previously god knows what we said back then god knows what kind of dumb stuff i spat out trying to sound smarty pants how does the podcast change how do you change all of a sudden do you start following people on twitter Besides Joel Osteen? Yeah, nah, Does I the content do of it change? Here's my theory. Yeah. I think it had it happened earlier in my personal life, it would affect dramatically. But I bet this podcast would not change very much at all yeah. <laughs> if, no. if we were successful. That's my inkling. But what's your inkling?
1: Yeah, my inkling would be that the same, you know? Maybe a
0: set? <clears throat> A maybe set. like a studio or a set?
1: Yeah, maybe we would become, you know, we'd have maybe a place to go to. And we'd, you, know you know what my dream is for this podcast?
0: Multiple camera angles that uh, yeah, yeah, go yeah. back and forth.
1: And, and we'd get an and editor to edit little clips out to stick online, Ugh. like little
0: things like that. Can you believe that? Be that? That's, oh, yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Boys nice. can dream, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll but get there. You know, here's the thing, right? You were saying about six, you worried about sometimes, am I you know fighting against success or whatever this is the problem with it's not the problem with life coaches but a life coach is great if you want your own success right if you're if you're trying to do something and you don't have the skills and you see a life coach and they encourage you and help you that's great but if you're colonized by the desire of someone who wants your downfall maybe it was your parents you 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 know it may not be in reality, but you think you've internalized your parents' desire for your failure or your friends or whatever. If you've internalized that, no life coach is going to be able to get you over that because you are colonized with a desire that will always trip you up. So what one has to do is become cognizant of 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 what desires you're colonized by, and once you realize that, people can overcome. So anybody I meet who self sabotages but who's got the skills to achieve what they want to achieve say they they, they they have the
0: skills to pay the bills
1: yeah they do. yeah but they just somehow always don't pay the bills they always forget they never open the bill in time all of that which is a very common thing right never pay their rent on time not because they don't have the money so there's something else going on you, you start to ask, right? Who is it who wants to see you homeless? Like, I, I had that with a friend who was basically almost homeless for a bit. And I was like, who wants you homeless? Because you don't have to be homeless. Um, he didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. But he briefly was in this position where he was living out kind of, it sounds weird to say, but he was kind of living out what he, what it, an eternalized desire for his failure. Mm-hmm. Like, when you maybe have an ex who you know wants your, your downfall. Mm-hmm. And somehow you enact that. You might in your even life. have
0: more than one. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a track after a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Recognize that's a very interesting one. That's a very good point. If we're going to take anything away from this conversation, which regards, is unlikely. No, I think we got yeah. a few little tidbits here, but yeah. the one about internalizing someone else's desire. For your failure is very funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part.
1: Yeah. It's funny. So I, like a friend of mine told me this dream. And in this dream, uh, they were uh, basically in a situation where people were laughing behind their back, all of this kind of stuff. And it was like, you know, the, the kind of the rule of thumb is your dreams tell you a wish, but it's not always your wish. It's sometimes the wish of someone else that's inside you. And through this dream, we were able to work out oh my goodness, yeah, you've internalized this wish for your downfall that now you play out. And as soon as we deciphered it, um, within the next day, had a dream that was different. And it was a dream that was recurring over years. And just that insight was enough to start shifting everything.
0: Yeah, our brains are little terrifying boxes of horrors. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what we should do next week. We'll be on a, a Halloween we should have done that Halloween-themed episode, right? Oh, start? yeah. I forgot Halloween's coming up. That's right. nasty yeah. Halloween theme next week. Yep. Man, that's wonderful. Okay, mm. cool, man. Uh, I feel great about this. I'm yeah. trying to think about success more and more. In my own world, success is such a vaporous thing that I've experienced symbolically in many ways, and I've also experienced the reverse of success symbolically and, like, the death of things. So I've I have a... Uh, in uh, interesting, I guess, relationship with it. Except, I do feel this is where I go, kind of not Republican, but a little bit. Where I'm like, I always am of the the mentality that if you want to be a certain level of successful, quote unquote, regardless of whose desire you're trying to enact. If you want to do it, so just to prove that you can. If you're mm. pissing someone off, if you're consuming their desire, if you're, you know, performing for them, whatever. Uh, my mentality is always like, yeah, you can do if. You may not, uh, I think what I'm trying to, I got it what I'm trying to say. You may not succeed if you do everything right, okay? But life will be better if you fail having tried to do it at least. And so that's the only thing about success, thought that I have, that's maybe less philosophical and more just like literally do it, which leads me to frustrations where I can project onto other people what I perceive them to be lacking in terms of taking risks and in terms of doing all these, making these crazy decisions and fly by the sea. It's like, let's do this, let's do this. Like do everything you possibly can do to get successful. That way, if you, you can get to the failure quicker and know if you're Mm going to screw things up. But oftentimes I project that out because I, myself am not doing everything I can do.
1: And you well, you know what? I think that's very good. And I want to add something to it to make it even, even, I think, um, uh, more of a call, to action is right is what if it is not the success is where the pleasure is but in the trying so in other words once you try and even if you feel the truth is you'll get all the satisfaction you want because the truth is all of the satisfaction is in the trying once you get there once you get to the point say where you've got the mansion in beverly hills you got everything you want guaranteed you'll be fantasizing about those difficult times when you took that risk, when you Mm -hmm. you know you you stopped that job you know because that's actually where all the fun is. Um, And that's where we don't as human beings, we tend to the logic of desires, we tend to think, oh, it's the finish line where the action is, but no, it's in it's in the attempt that's all where all the fun is. And that's why we have to be we're not that successful because we're we're not and two is if this was two million people listening, We'd be bored because we have done it. Just like
0: maybe, you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know. You don't know. We still. It'd feel heavier. Yeah, it would feel heavier. I don't know if I get more bored by it though. Yeah, but it's hard. I have an uncanny ability. Bored. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have an uncanny ability to compartmentalize and be like, ah, 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 um, and turn all that stuff off. But yeah, I see what you're saying. That's very, yeah. that's very good. So
1: I think it fits with what you're, you're saying. Like, try, do it. Um, it and looks, well, that's just it the might fun not work that's yes. the fun part. And that's the fun Who bit. Knows that is the fun bit. It goes yeah, back to
0: asking that. girls out when you're single and it goes out to or asking guys out or asking whoever out. Like the the enacting of the life. Uh it's the you have to um put chips in the pot. Yeah. That's that's it. the message. I which guess. Which goes back to what we talked about with sacrifice two weeks ago. We did
1: the sacrifice episode, which is for something to be meaningful, it is connected with the amount of effort and difficulty that it it entails it really is isn't that crazy yeah which by the way and this is the theme my my choice for next week probably if we don't do halloween is i want infinity and uh, it's going to partly connect with the idea that that you cannot have a life without some degree of suffering we may fantasize we want it but actually uh Try Some it. degree of pain, try it, is required. Yeah. So, but yeah, if Infinity anybody who thinks you don't need
0: it should try it for a little bit, and you'll, mm. I think, figure out that yeah, no, it'll make you go crazy. Yeah.
1: Too much suffering Atrophy. and too little, your yeah.
0: entire brain atrophies and you die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Too much suffering and we die, and too little suffering and it's a form of living.
0: Death. Yeah. Goldilocks.
1: Yeah. That's right. So he yeah, had the Goldilocks uh, effect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's an interesting guy. Kind of, I mean, we could go. We could keep diving this because i could just keep saying random crap but um i don't think we need to this I, is, I feel I'm very good enough. about
1: this that, that that's something we do often by the way as we then talk for five minutes about how we think we're at the
0: end of the podcast oh well, yep. we can end it then. <laughs> i don't want to hear myself ramble on i don't want to make anybody else suffer thank you everybody thank else you. Uh, everybody from listening to this, do you have any takeaways or anything you want to add? I think we did. Well, I, I, we did some good takeaways, I think in the midst, but do you have anything? No, I think it's all wonderful. I think do everything. I think my, my thing is I hope people uh, don't think that the descriptors you're giving are in any way necessarily uh, even avoidable, first of all, Mm. but also necessarily a bad thing or not um, anything that like, it's like, do whatever works this is all part of the fun of getting to be alive
1: and it's partly like this isn't the full thing but it's partly just becoming more aware of the desires that are in you and who's watching and what's like that in and of itself is Mm -hmm. really useful so if i have a takeaway it's like ask yourself today who is the other who's either watching what i do that i'm trying to impress or who is in me and just asking that question can open up Mm -hmm. really good things Yeah, it's all me. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.